How's it going, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun Boat Diplomacy Podcast. This is the first time I'm doing my intro laying down here in sunny Dolores Park in San Francisco. Um, it's probably, probably I'm going to be doing this more often. It feels really good. It's cracked my back. Sun's shining on my face. I wish you could all be here hanging out with me. If everyone could do this once a day or once, even just once a week or something, I think the world would be a better place. If you have President Obama and Vladimir Putin lay down here at Dolores Park and soak in the sunshine, we wouldn't be going to nuclear war. I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyway, if you want to support the podcast, uh, you there's two ways I always, always use. Uh, number one is Amazon. You can go on my uh, website, funboatdiplomacy.com. On the right-hand side of all the pages, there's an Amazon link. Uh, click on that link and uh, go ahead and bookmark that because every time you buy something through this link, it doesn't cost you anything extra when you make a purchase on Amazon through this link. And Amazon kicks me a commission back so I can keep putting out podcasts, keep writing stuff on funbookdiplomacy.com, which I need to get back to writing more uh, travel articles. I've been writing mostly about the books that I read. I don't know why that transition happened. Maybe because I'm reading more books. That's good. Right now, uh, you can go on and check out my uh, analysis of um, the Bhagavad Gita, which is a old, ancient Sanskrit uh, text, Hindu, Hindu uh, scripture. That's pretty mind-blowing, in my opinion. Uh, so check it out. It's, really spiritual and psychedelic and it's really short everyone should give it a read and, and uh, lots of literary heroes of mine have read it in the past um, but anyway you know, check that out I'm reading currently uh, well I'll be writing up a bit about what's that? the dog just ran by I'll be writing writing up a bit about uh, uh, Steppenwolf from uh, Hermann Hesse which I tried to read couple years ago in German and uh, that didn't go so well so I picked it up in English and it's really amazing but quite dense and difficult to read as a lot of German texts are. Mm. Another way to support the podcast is to uh, come visit me actually uh, at in San Francisco at uh, the Pacific Tradewinds Hostel. You can take, stay at the Pacific Tradewinds Hostel and get Three dollars off of your reservation. Oh shit, pug! Oh my god! Sorry, I got distracted by a pug, which happens. I'll say like eighty percent of the time here at Dolores Park, there would be there would be a pug, um, and that's always always makes my day. Anyway, uh, yeah, getting three dollars off of your uh, reservation with the discount code Women's Friend Three. That's W E I M I N S F R I E N D three. Three dollars off each night that you stay here at the Pacific Tradewinds Hostel in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's get into this week's episode with Thomas Luo. Welcome to a new episode of the Fun Boat Diplomacy Podcast. I'm here today, back in, no matter what, co-working space, with Thomas Hua. Yeah. And you want to introduce yourself to the podcast audience very briefly? Yeah, my, my name is Thomas Huo. It's hard, very Huo. hard to, to, to pronounce, so yeah, don't worry if you can't. <laughs> um, I'm, um, in I, I'm living in Switzerland. I'm a student in economics. And I'm here in San Francisco to speak uh, about my, my project, which is basically a, a sustainable uh, school model that uh, I promote during the CGIU conference uh, two days ago. What is that conference? Can you explain that to people? Yeah. You told me, if you, if you just told me that, I wouldn't have any idea, but That's you true. told me yesterday, yesterday uh, who is behind this. Yeah, this is the Clinton Global Initiative University, so basically there is a lot of students all over the world uh, who have projects 
wants to, to, to have an impact on this world and to try something, to try to become change maker. And this is a great opportunity for them to, to be able to, to meet the, 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 the great people and the people who can help them to achieve the project. So basically, this program selects all the 1,000 best projects in the world and then the, all these people met here in San Francisco. Not necessarily all the, all, all the year. The last year it was in Miami. And uh, during this conference, we met some experts and we talked about our project and they can help uh, us to achieve them. Mm -hmm. uh, what other uh, projects were, um, other than yours, we'll get into yours, but other projects that people are working on. I also saw that uh, there's an article yesterday about this, but it was framed not as, uh, not as what you described, but as because Clinton also... Um, President Bill Clinton, former President Bill Clinton, also uh, did some volunteering. Yeah. Uh, at o in Oakland with uh, who was it? It was uh, some football player. It was Marshawn Lynch. Um, did they did some volunteering together? Yeah. But uh, so I saw that after I met you, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And yeah. then I maybe were some pictures. Maybe I don't remember if you were in any of them, but they were wearing those blue shirts that you yeah. were wearing. Yeah. But, uh, um, did you do volunteering as well? That's yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We are uh, all all people that uh, have attended to the conference did did this day of action. They call that day of action, because uh, if even if we have a lot of projects all over the world, it's still cool to to do something here in the United States, and um, because they offer us a great opportunity, and we are trying to have an impact. But having an impact is very easy. If you want to do so, you just have to go there, like uh, like us two days ago, in in a high school or in a college, and you can do something. So it was a great opportunity. Opportunity. The the former president was there, and all the um, the the people who have project were there too. Yeah. Uh, what other projects uh, were presented there? Or oh, yeah, there, there is like a lot. Some that stood out to you. I know there must be so many. Yeah. There are a lot of wonderful projects. People are people are uh, people are crazy. They are very inspiring. There is sometimes very basic project. So there is a, and sometimes there is project much more harder to to achieve. For example, there is this project to help uh, refugee in, in in Europe and especially in Syria. They are going uh, to to try to to improve communication in in the different uh, camp mm -hmm. there. So they are, they are going to work with a UNHCR, mm -hmm. uh, trying to do, and they want to create a, 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 a radio, you know, and mm -hmm. they are going to let space to people from the camp to speak on this radio and to speak with other people from the camp and to speak about their idea, their opinion, and how, especially how they can help uh, each other to have um, a better situation. One of the topic of this radio will be education, how they can uh, try to uh, to help all the, the children in the camp to have access to proper education. So that's what's cool. There is very different uh, kind of project. There is one project goal, uh, which is to, you know, there is it in data center. I don't know if I'm pronouncing correctly, like uh, it. Oh, heat. Yeah. Yeah. And they are using this heat to uh, for uh, for private uh, purpose, like to uh, use it for houses surrounding the data center. So from in, data center. Yeah, in order to um, save energy because uh, environment is is also a very important topic. It really makes me wonder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just showed you my. I, I, for those of you at home, I have this NSA um, notebook that I write in when the NSA came recruiting at my university. The NSA when it was. Uh, after 9-11, uh, they had to build a lot of shit, you know. They built NSA headquarters up. It used to be a smaller department, but now it's, it's yeah. one of the biggest departments. And after 9-11, uh, they had to build this huge infrastructure and everything to, as a data center. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the biggest in the world, maybe the biggest in the world. And they had to do redo all of the electrical um, circuit whatever uh, connections in the entire state of Maryland, which is where it's located. Yeah. And I can only imagine how much heat that this place uh, yeah. produces because it, it, it records everything. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, yeah, maybe they should talk to the NSA <laughs> provide some free heating for because it, uh, it also does border 
uh, Prince George's County, Maryland, which is one of the poorest uh, counties in, in all of Maryland. Yeah. Not that the NSA is doing anything uh, helpful, but maybe they can do something helpful with the heat that they're generating. Well, it could be a good way to, for, for NSA to improve uh, their image. Yeah, relations. <laughs> hey, yeah. But yeah. I'm, that was a tangent, but yeah, you were saying other projects or maybe... Yeah, you, you know, there is a lot of things with uh, drone. Mm -hmm. um, uh, civilian use drones? Yeah, uh, definitely. For example, uh, this is very... I used to work in Africa and this is very difficult to have access to proper uh, medicines. And this drone can access to area that uh, human can't access easily. So it could be a good way to, to, to send medicine for um, these people. Uh, who are very very far away from like big cities, mm -hmm. and um, this is one of the projects. There is all, uh, there is also another project with mobile learning, trying to um, basically uh, improve the mobile learning in, in Togo and uh, Bena. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the, the same. What's the second one? Bena. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know even how to say it in English, but I know what it's it's B A B E B E N I N, right? Yeah, yeah, and right. They're like neighbors. Yeah, they they are neighbor. Yeah, yeah. and he, this guy is coming from this country, uh -huh. and basically he wants to. Um, he's, he's studying in in in, uh, in Europe now, and he wants to, you know, mm, trying to 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 give back the education that he is receiving here in Europe to uh, his country and to people who are in this country. So he is going to create an app. And only for Togo and Bena, and this app will create a new program to 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 educate people from high school. So are these? Uh, I mean, you're not an expert at his pro project, but uh, do people there have have mobile phones that can oh, yeah, support yeah, that, apps? That's a great question because I was asking myself the same when he when he pitched me the project. But uh, I think mobile phones up until now in uh, developing countries are just um, you know basic ones yeah you can call you can text I don't know about having apps yeah so. this is very very difficult so um, what what he what he was explaining me uh, I'm not an expert as you said but when he was explaining me is that uh, we, we are not aware in here uh, in United States or in Europe how uh, the mobile is very developed uh, in, in these two country so I, I was like um, okay Perhaps it's going to work, but he was telling me that uh, yeah, it will be challenging. Mm -hmm. Even if there is a um, like mobile, uh, there is a lot of mobile uh, in this country, it's still challenging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because the idea of having mobile phones and text is that's manageable, but uh, to be able to use apps, uh, maybe not so. It's not so yeah. easy to understand. But um, what's what's helpful is to uh, to remember that developing countries can make jumps in technology because Definitely, because yeah. everybody else they have to develop it yeah. whereas uh, if, if you're recently developing you have the iPhone already you just need to be able to buy them and then the prices go down and down and down be yeah. imagine imagine having an iPhone 4 mm -hmm. and I mean now you can get it for for free with your, your with your phone plan in the United States probably it's not so expensive than in developing countries and, yeah. and it can support apps yeah so more Definitely. and more it's easier and easier to, to for this to happen yeah and I, I and he was talking about a website too uh -huh. so okay. web-based uh, yeah yeah probably uh, I don't know if it's going to be an app or a responsive a responsive website or things like that but uh, he, he is trying to, to launch that mm -hmm. hopefully it will work but there is a lot of projects too in very different area yeah, I don't know about my guests, but my uh, my uh, attention for like really getting into technology is not that long. So I'll uh, we'll shift a bit. How, you mentioned that you um, you had lived and worked in Africa. Yeah. Like how how did that happen? What where were you? What did you? What were you doing? Uh, it was not for uh, for for a long time because. Uh, I'm still a student in in Europe, so I need to. Uh, I can only use my vacation, and sometimes a little more because you are not. You don't have to attend all the courses. Right. But um, it was in Kenya. It was in Nairobi, and it was uh, it was a very good experience. Uh, I met a lot of wonderful people there. Uh, people who are really trying to 
to improve their country. I mean, Kenyan, Kenyan people, they are great. They are very inspiring. And you know, the problem with working in, in developing country is that people uh, always think that they are going to go there and help them, and they are acting like they are save, saver, saver. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't like this idea because the only thing that we have more than these people is that we have more tools you know and uh, what our duty is to give and to is to share the tools that we have because basically they are they have the same willingness as us they have the same um, dreams and they really want to change their country too and they are aware of the situation of their country especially regarding corruption and regarding education or a lot of other topics so Kenyan people are the most inspiring people in the world. They are. They, they have a way of dancing, which is definitely not uh, related to our topics. But they have a way of enjoying life, of uh, just sharing with others, of living. Uh, they have a mindset, you know, and they're like they are crazy, but they are cool too. Mm, what uh, what work were you doing? Uh, I was working in a school called uh, Kayaba. And my goal was to um, give them courses. And after uh, after spending some time, we we decided to create a campaign for a crowdfunding campaign to help them to have proper uh, sunny 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 uh, toilets, to have proper toilets. And we tried to buy some two classes in order to um, to, to to let them to have more space in the school because it's a slum school in, in Mukuru, and and the problem is that we don't have a lot of spaces. There is a lot of one. My my project for CGIU is to relocate the school and to create a new one with a, a new uh, sustainable model. And why I want to do that is because there is a we we can't let these children uh, have have education in in this place in this land because like two months ago they 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 they, they were uh, a fire, you know, and some some of the children uh, basically died. So. If we want to, to, to help them, if we want to do something, we have to do it in the suburb of the slum, in, in, in a new infrastructure, and we are going to create this new infrastructure for them if we are able to find a, the, the, a land, a proper land for them. And this project is what you will be working on in the future? Yeah. And it was inspired by your time and living there? And yeah, my time and the people who... Are, who were there. Are you still in contact with the people? I'm still in contact with, with the people because I can't do anything without them. Because I, 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 I'm just here to uh, find money for them, to um, find uh, experts, uh, to create and to design this new uh, sustainable model with my economics knowledge. But they are the ones who are going to create and to build this school because I, I can't do that. You know? So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, continue. Sorry, they are going to find partners. They are going to find um, people for uh, like building the school, and they are going to find teachers. They are going to find all the the these the things that I can't do here from Europe or in the United States. And what stage is it at now? Your project, just a, a on paper stage. Oh uh, yeah, on paper stage, but we already have the funding, so the money is not a problem. The last problem we have is the land. Because having a land in Kenya is quite complicated because it's not like uh, like here. You can't, for example, there is community land. So basically, if you want to buy land, you need to like speak with all the people from the community and trying to explain them what you are doing. And if they are all agreed to 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 sell you the land, you can have access. But it's not it's it, it's not your land. It's still the community land. So it's quite there, there is like a different way of doing things in Kenya, and it reminds me of uh, uh, they're called jirgas in um, in Afghanistan where people the village they get together and discuss yeah. things like this. Yeah, that that's yeah. that's def but that's cool in a way, you know. Yeah, I mean uh, on a small scale, yes, it works because yeah, but uh, I think it's what we try to do in the West with parliament or representative government. Uh huh. Yeah. That's where corruption comes in. <laughs> yeah, that's where we see it. Yeah, but we we can we can learn from this way of of working, like community, you know, because basically we are in a co-working space, and 
and we are more and more going back to this kind of way of doing things in a community because sometimes it's 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 easier sometimes it's harder getting a land a community land it's very hard for for us but working in community is very it's it improve uh, our our um our different project if if i'm working in a co-working space i have someone who is working in a totally different project than me but sometimes he has a different view of seeing my problems and my issue and then his way of seeing things can help me definitely so this is why community could be a, is is wonderful and we need to learn from this system this is a a topic that i in my first two years of college we we went into a little bit because i was in a program uh, called Civicus and we talked about community building and uh, leadership in communities uh, and community service as well and the idea is something if, if anyone in Civicus or f former Civicus or current Civicus students are listening to this they'll get really annoyed by with by, with this because uh, you hear in, in in this program this term way too much social capital <laughs> it's when you uh it's not something you can buy it's yeah. like uh uh you you know somebody and there they there's a trust built uh -huh. and so it's a it, in a, in its own way it's a capital it's a resource yeah um that uh it can help things get done uh in a community where i mean if you look at a community like inner cities um where you know, there's not a lot of trust. There's a lot of violence, and nobody, people don't have enough to eat. There's not enough income. Uh, they have loose, they have communities of trust when they when they can, but uh, the lack of social capital really harms uh, communities. And when you have them, when you have these uh, cons consultations with with uh, village leaders for land use for things like this, it's uh, there's just an advantage to, to getting things done. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe some people will disagree with me, and they'll say that uh, I think if a government, if a big state comes in and does says something, then they, that's how these things should be done. I don't know. That, I, I think the, the, the two systems have pro and cons. But um, what 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 I can say for sure is that at one point, uh, when you are working in a project like that. The, mo the most important is link with people and social capital, like you said, and working in community. And even if it's like not official community, like for uh, for instance, to buy this land, but like working together, um, th th this is the only this is the only way we can uh, achieve things correctly. Because if you are, we we are very individualist in our in, in our um, in our countries, and I'm speaking for Switzerland or France. I don't know for for United States, but very, I, yeah, I think this is the same thing. But, but uh, as you said, very pros and cons. I'm yeah. much more on the individual side, uh, to be honest. But yeah. there is something to be said about. I I I have community. I have, I have one friend who told me something. He, he told me that um, I have a big ego, but I'm altruistic, you know. Yeah. And he, he, he says. What is fun about you is that, okay, you know that you have an ego, but you are trying to use that to doing something good. So uh, you are acting like you are doing things for you, but instead instead of doing really, um, I'm sorry, selfish things. Yeah, sorry. selfish thing. You are trying to, to use that to doing something to different. Do so we all we are all trying to, to do our best to have the best life that we can have. But the, the the fun thing is that uh, at one point you can try another path and and see that you are you are still happy with the my English yeah. is definitely no, no, not good. It's good. It's the, <laughs> the idea is that uh, okay, so uh, you can there are mechanisms in our human like the um, human emotion that uh, it does bring happiness to do something for other people. And there's also the idea of I just listened to this yesterday from a different podcast actually from uh, they're talking about karma yeah. and how uh, karma isn't 
what we think is if you do something good, more good things will happen to you, and if you do something bad, more bad things will happen to you. But karma actually is to to to, to clarify is uh, if if you have if you're in a bad situation now, it means you did something shitty in a in a past life, and if you're in a good situation, you did something well in this life. Oh, it's yeah. not really a, a it's good, a past life. It's not really good of, in our in our case. But there's also the idea of uh, good energy, bad energy. This is more like what we in the West would call karma. It's um. If you do something good, you can give it like a multiplier. You can say, if I do one good thing, it'll come back 20 times better for me. If you do one bad thing, little bad thing, it'll come 20 times worse the next time. Uh, and there's, a, I don't know if you know Ayn Rand. Do you know Ayn Rand? No. So Ayn Rand is a, uh, she was a writer. She grew up in socialist uh Russia when it would be after the revolution in 1917 yeah. and she moved to the United States and she saw the harm of socialism uh, in her eyes the harm the starvation bread lines things like this um, and she ha had came up with this idea to put things short of objectivism uh, and objectivism is the glorification of selfishness mm -hmm. um, which a lot of people will disagree with, and there's a lot of things to disagree with her on, because her ideas are very half-baked, to say the least. They're very, they kind of make sense, and then she'll, she'll, con she'll there's contradictions uh, that aren't resolved. But the basic uh, philosophy of objectivism is, uh, if everyone did things selfishly, then everything would be fine. And what is harmful about that is uh, greedy, um, Elites in uh, since since her books came out have uh, have latched onto this. So Alan Greenspan, for example, the uh, chairman of the Federal Reserve during the Bush years, yeah. he said, "Oh, everything's fine because the free market will will take care of everything." Uh, which um, I lean more towards that, but at the same time, it didn't. He was wrong. Mm -hmm. Bad things happened financially under under his watch, and uh, the idea of having, anyway, I'm, I don't want to go into the whole Federal Reserve, but uh, <laughs> the I, the idea of um, she said it was it, if you if there's a burning building if you walk past a burning building and there's people who need to be rescued uh, to to risk your life and go rescue them is evil, mm -hmm. she would say, but if it's your husband or uh, or somebody you love, then it is the right thing to do because why because you're serving yourself mm -hmm. uh, this is kind of a really like fucked up way to think about it but if you apply it in the correct way you like your friend you do things for yourself but in in doing it for yourself you help others that's how you help yourself yeah uh, I don't know why where I was going with that but <laughs> I went on this huge tangent <laughs> yeah we have both we have the both sides one side we want to help others one side we we want to help ourselves mm -hmm. we just need to 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 find the perfect mix between that and if you find this this mix you you will probably be happy mm -hmm. because if you do everything for you you will not and if you do everything for other mm -hmm. you will forget yourself and you will not be happy too mm -hmm. you just need to find like the the middle point mm -hmm. I think we need to all just re remember, I say this on the podcast a lot, that we're on team people, we're all a team, even if you can think about yourself as an individual. Uh, it goes down to the very truth that we're all the same consciousness, you know? I mean, yeah. I don't know if people out there believe me, or believe the people, the spiritual people, like uh, like uh, in India, who say this is all one consciousness, we're all the universe experiencing consciousness, that's yeah. what we are. I, I, I like that idea. Honestly, I really like that idea. Because we are all, all all in the same boat. And all the problems that we are going to face soon, like environmental problems, we are going to face them together. Because it's gonna it's not going to be different from, from Europe or from Africa or from India. If there is, if there is trouble, which can happen, we have to face them together, and together we are stronger. What is really troublesome because it's happening now because we have so much information and we can talk to each other mm -hmm. I can that's what I do with this podcast I talk to people from around the world whereas before if someone from another country came that was called invasion <laughs> when, when it happens now it's called tourism <laughs> so uh, that's that's amazing that we're at this point now yeah. but uh, at the same time 
we still have this weird thing called war and politics mm. where we just we don't trust each other where we we make reasons to uh to annihilate a hum- another human being mm. it's 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 crazy we're in a i was talking to daniel yesterday um that we live in this on the same we live on the same planet in the same time frame where i can uh I can I can send someone a picture around the, across the world, uh, a picture through through this mobile device, and uh, which is like magic, and at the same time ISIS is beheading people for magic, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sorcery, or for their beliefs in this. They're they're crucifying Christians. Like it's, uh, we live in this weird time where such incredible things are happening. Just look at Silicon Valley, really. Mm-hmm. Amazing things are happening, and then at the same time, really, really uh, archaic, uh, draconian things are happening. Yeah, uh, I don't but know where we go. Where we go about that? Honestly, I I I think that this problem will is is not like a, uh, our time problem. It was the same problem in the past, and and, and we we just can see this problem differently because we have media and we have access to a lot of information. ISIS is, is a big problem, of course, but this is essentially, for me, from my point of view, a lack of education of these people because they are trained to, they, they don't have access to proper uh, trainings and to proper uh, teachers, mm-hmm. and they can't learn from, from the, their mistake, they can't learn from um, other things that, that like uh, religion, because all their belief came from religion. Their belief, their religion, their laws, yeah, their the culture, l- yeah, all the comes from Islam. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, I think that the, 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 it, it's very interesting to, 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 have, like, uh, to, to try to develop education. And this is the reason why I like the, the project in, in, in the camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they are trying to educate people. Because you can't blame people for killing other people. Uh, if they don't have access to the, the same education as as you, you know, because these people are because if you were born in their situation, you'd be the same. Probably, yeah. probably, because this is this is the the how uh, we teach them, how they teach themselves to 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 to, to live life, you know. And, and this is the same situation when I I, I was working in a slum in in, in Kenya. There are a lot of people and they don't have money. And sometimes they are stealing money from other people and especially from rich people. We can't blame that. We can't blame them for stealing uh, money or for stealing food from other people uh, who often have much more um, better life condition than them because they don't have anything. And it's at, at one point, we, we, just, we just need to ask ourselves the good question. ISIS... Is a very big problem, but uh, we can solve this problem by by improving their education system, even if they don't want to, because obviously they don't want to, because they believe that our way of seeing life, like America, is like evil. But if we if we insist, if we try to create something like in like in Lebanon, they are doing something great for the refugees in, in this country. The minister of education was in CGIU. Um, three days ago, really? and he, yeah, from and, Lebanon. Yeah, from Lebanon, and he was yes. saying, "My country is one of the smallest country in the world, but I'm, 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 I'm welcoming a lot of refugee because I think that I have a duty to educate these people, and this, this his minister don't have a lot of money, this country don't have a lot of money, and still they are welcoming more refugee than friends of Germany, mm-hmm. and they are trying to educate them. I am of the opinion, heavily." that neighboring countries of Syria and Iraq mm. should be taking more refugees uh, because it f- just fits more and makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Distance-wise, it, I mean, people have been hearing this on my podcast over, I keep talking about this. It's closer, culturally yeah. closer, That's right. language is the same. If a more sensible culture of education can be provided by a neighboring country, yeah. Then they should provide. They not should provide it, but this is makes more sense. So, the United Nations, instead of trying to do all these things that transporting refugees huge distances to places they don't even understand, like Germany or Sweden, uh, invest this in neighboring countries and 
like you said, help educate them. That's very important. And maybe you can't you can't fix the people who are so radicalized that they'll cut people's heads off, but their children maybe. I, I saw on Vice recently uh, they have a thirty minute uh, uh, bit about um, children being educated about jihad um, by Al Nusra Front. Mm -hmm. They're not ISIS. They're fighting ISIS, but yeah. they're part of. Al-Qaeda in, in, on the Arabian Peninsula mm. and they asked this child five years old, they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, um a suicide bomber mm. uh, he's five years old mm. I don't know if you can fix him Yeah, maybe you can but that kid is something yeah. is off, so if yeah. you somehow can can, can can hit the roots and make it mm. make them understand some things like what I think is very important is, is uh, Western, Western liberal uh, values like women's equality, equality like it just uh, things that are kind of in contradiction mm. to to uh, to to their culture, but not I, not necessarily. Uh, be, um, you know, I, 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 I am I am um, I used to date this this Muslim girl. Mm -hmm. She was amazing. Oops, knocked over your cup because of that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and she told me and she explained me how she she lives her religion, you know, and and um, she she told me that she she didn't wear the the headscarf. Yeah, yeah, she didn't wear ha ha that, and she to she didn't wear that, and she told me that this is not an obligation. This is just something we put after that after. Uh, it's not in the Quran. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, this is her point of view, and I, I, I know a lot of girls sharing her point of view. But what is very interesting is when it's about religion, it's also about interpretation, you know, uh, for Muslim, for Christian, and for every religion in the world. Because we, all the religions are based on some texts and, and books, you know. So after that, it's interpretation, and you can interpret the way you want. It's for the same for Muslim and Christian. If you are trying to educate these people uh, to, 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 to become more peaceful, you have to use this angle. How you can interpret the Quran in, a, uh, in another way. And there is a lot of Muslims uh, who are interpreting the Quran in a very peaceful way. Because at uh, th this is never written in 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 the Bible or in the Quran that uh, you have to uh, crucify Christian or that you have to become a suicide bomber. So it just use this angle and show them uh, what this text really wants to to say, you know, because this text is very peaceful for me. Mm, I don't agree, but. What I can say is that um, this is something that Muslims have to figure out. Just like uh, the Protestant Reformation, Christians yep. were able to, not without wars, after, they figured it out. After Inquisition. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. After, after uh, the Thirty Years' War, mm. when they, the, the, the Catholics and the Protestants, they, they, they fucking killed each other, and they said, okay... You, you you stay over there, I stay over here, let's chill for a second, and now it's okay, pretty much. Yeah. Like, you're a Protestant, I'm, I'm Catholic, mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. not important. Islam is trying right now, I think, to resolve this, but I think it, intervention by the West, and also globalization, where even Islam is moving more westward, like the, the, the migrant or refugee crisis, um, it's making it more difficult. That they need to figure it out. That that's something that, uh, let's say, moderate Muslims mm -hmm. have to be more strong on. Say no, uh, if we want to interpret this in a way that works with the global community, we have to interpret it this way. But the the other side, the radicals, don't yeah. want to hear it. So this is something that needs to be resolved yeah. by them. And uh, I don't think that the that people who aren't Muslims uh, can can uh, can do something positive about it. I don't know. Uh, I think that the problem, and especially, and this is only a problem in the United States, I think, 
because in in Europe the, the the debate about Muslim is very different from here, mm-hmm. and I know that since I'm here because like we are you are speaking about Muslim uh, uh, a lot, especially during the CGIU conference. There mm-hmm. is this girl from uh, MuslimGirls.net, I think the the founder of the website. MuslimGirls.net. Um, the the fact is that we 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 are speaking a lot about Muslim, but we um, in the media we 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 don't we only have access to information about radical Muslim and what happened in the world like IZ is like uh, like Al-Qaeda, crucified Christian yeah. and everything like that and we don't hear the voice about moderate Muslim like you said and they have a voice and they are trying to they are trying to speak even in this country and they are trying to speak for saying something very very good we should let more space for them too especially because I think that being positive is, is the first step to, to change the world and these people are positive about their religion and about their belief and they are really trying to to say to other Muslims that join join us or on our peaceful movement mm-hmm. this is this is also a problem about media and how we are uh, giving them too many space to radical uh, Muslims. the media wants problems they want to they want to make stories out of problems That's even true. if they don't exist yeah they, they want to have a scoop yeah, yeah exactly exactly um, and what about Switzerland? What, how is uh, how is the the country um, in in this day and age? Uh, do you know that half of the referendum of the world every year are happening in Switzerland? Like all of the world, all governments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. it has this system where you, you yeah. refer to the people for for uh, for policy. Yeah, it's called direct de- de- democracy. And basically, we uh, we have probably referendum. Sorry for my English. Every every, uh, every month, often every month or every two months, and we um, the government asks people how, what they think about some 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 big decision. For example, there is a four week of vacation for employees in Switzerland, and uh, like one years ago, I don't know when it was exactly, but the government asked if we want six. Uh, weeks of vacation uh, every year is instead of, of four, so like uh, two uh, more than the, the and um, they ask people and people say no. Why is so, that? Um, be- because because uh, I think that they are aware that we still need to 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 be efficient in an economic way and having six weeks of vacation could be like uh, an efficient in a long-term view, probably. We don't really know, but it's like the, the direct democracy. You don't know if it's the best decision, but it's the decision of, 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 of your people, so you have to respect that. This is, this is why the Swiss, the Swiss system is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. How does the... How is, I don't know if you know, you study economics, though. How is the Swiss currency... Um, how does that come about? Is it backed by anything? Backs by like like on gold or something, or is it just also a fiat currency that's only backed by trust? Uh, the, the uh, currency you mean like our our money, right? Your money, oh yeah, the yeah. franc. Yeah, the the Swiss franc. Uh, the Swiss the Swiss franc is strong. Uh, uh, I I don't know if you if you if you know about uh, about international money history, but at one point they they thought that uh, instead of choosing the dollar, they will choose the the Swiss franc to become the international money. In the future or before? Uh, it, it was in the it past. Was, yeah. When was that? Like uh, for the Bretton Woods. Uh, oh, for nineteen nineteen ten or nineteen fourteen. Yeah, uh, I don't rem- uh, I don't remember uh, when Bretton Woods was. It was after it was like the Second War. Uh, the first, second, actually, I think no. Um, honestly, I don't. Remember. I'm think the the number nineteen forty eight is coming up to now. Nineteen forty eight, something like that. Forty nine. No, it was after the Second World War because around the time of the UN. Was yeah, 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 yeah. I I'm pretty sure of that. But the the fact is that having a, a very strong um, Swiss franc is very important for Europe because Swiss Switzerland is not part of Europe and um, Europe don't really want to have Switzerland inside Europe and Switzerland don't really want wants to be part of that and it was very uh, very cool for Europe like three years ago when there is like this big uh, this big crisis because the euro like uh, go down. Mm-hmm. And, and and Switzerland buy a lot of euro and help euro, you, you, the, the the money euro to stay at at a, at a 
proper level, at a good mm -hmm. level. Yeah. So basically, it's like a, re um, a refuge uh, value. You know, Swiss, Swiss is helping Europe and Europe is helping Switzerland. And having mm -hmm. two different kind of money in this area is very important. Uh, but where, where does the value of the Swiss franc come from? Is it backed by gold? Like I, cause, cause oh, I yeah, that, oh, yeah, that, okay, I understand your question. Because um, I, I know in the United States it's 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 just imaginary. <laughs> you know this? Uh, honestly, um, I think it's about our, our our industry. There is a lot of pharmaceutical industry. There is a lot of uh, watches industry, and basically all there is a lot of technological industry, like very high level of of, of technology. And this is this is why the and, and there is bank of course there is bank. Yeah, uh, always. Yeah, that's always the topic. Yeah, a lot of people. That's the only thing they know about Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of and chocolate. Chocolate, <laughs> yes. That's a whole other... There's a whole documentary about how fucked up the chocolate industry is, but that's a different story. Yeah, that... <laughs> but, uh, we, the, we, yeah, the banking industry is pretty fucked up, and then the, mm -hmm. the chocolate industry, there's some weird things going on in Africa, as we know. But go on. Yeah, but why people don't know is that our bank... Uh, I, I, I show something like that, but it's like 20... 25% of our GCDP. That's not so, it's not so, so, so big, so huge. Mm -hmm. And because we have a lot of in, uh, industry, like technological one, Swiss is, Switzerland is trying to be, to be innovative and we are always trying to welcome a lot of international companies in our country and offering them like a taxes solution to, to, to pay less, less taxes and so to, to, to be more uh, attractive for them. So this is the reason why we are so so many headquarters in Switzerland, like uh, Philip Morris for for cigarettes, or I don't know um, a lot of of, of different one too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's fair for other country because we are offering them less taxes to 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 to, to settle in our country. But it's beneficial for Switzerland. But it's better for Switzerland, yeah. yeah. And uh, what, I don't know what other Swiss people might think. What do you? think about the euro as a currency I, I think that this is a great idea on the paper uh, but it's not very efficiently working and especially because we we had a problem with Greece like like uh, two years ago now but uh, if all the requirements to, 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 to become a Euro country uh, were um, respect, um, it, it, it's, work. it's working. Because the problem with Greece is, was that um, there was a big audit from uh, PwC, I think, are a very a big audit of the country at, at a country level. Yeah, and they, they rate your, your like, uh, yeah. how do you say, it? not your currency, because they'd be rating also. the whole euro. They rate, they rate the country's, uh, I guess, your trust in their ability to pay. Yeah, they overrate the country, and then it's it's like subprime crisis. And right. They overrate the country, and then uh, shit happens. And the problem is that it was a, a very, very big problem for Greece because they, 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 they were unable to rate their own money. Mm -hmm. So it creates it creates more problem after that because they don't have the, 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 the leverage to, 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 to have an impact on the money since it's uh, like a European decision. Mm -hmm. So that's a problem when there is crisis. Does th that happens in Frankfurt, right? Because that's where the European Central Bank is. I don't know. Yeah, probably in Frankfurt. Yeah. 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 I don't really agree with uh, having a, the European Central Bank and one euro because I don't... To put it simply, to have countries like Greece, Portugal, and Spain share the same currency as France and Germany makes very little sense to me. Yeah. It, because their uh, whole culture, mm -hmm. it's very important to, to note that their work culture and economic output mm -hmm. is just so, if you put them on a scale, it is imbalanced like no other. And to have them <laughs> share the same currency, it's, uh, it's asking for trouble. Really, uh, to have to, but you said on paper. Yeah, mm -hmm. Okay, fine. You're all Europe. You all get to use the same currency. That sounds really nice. But yeah. when when you get down to putting it into putting it into use, then you have uh, then you have um, withdrawal uh, yeah. uh, withdrawal limits and austerity. 
and uh, that's that's not good for anybody. So how much unemployment is in Greece? Like sixty percent youth well, unemployment. Honestly, I don't know the number, but it's probably very very high. Yeah. Something like that. But but do you know one of the reasons why we we decide to create U, uh, U, European Union some like sixty uh, years ago and now? It was like the. It used to be called the European Industrial like, oh. Union or something like that. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was for. I think coal, coal, coal. Yeah, yes, it was. Yeah. It was about coal at yeah. the beginning, but after the second war, um, we 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 say okay, how can it happens every time? Because there is war in Europe since like a long time ago. Very very. There is always war in Europe, and and they tr they were trying to find a solution to avoid this situation. So basically, they were trying to interconnected all the con economically all the country in Europe and then they have so many uh, convergent interests that they can't really they can't fight they can't fight yeah, yeah. so that was the reason why they, they chose to create the the, uh, the Europe un it was not the, the, the name at the beginning but the, the, one of the reasons why they chose to do that mm -hmm. and another reason was to be competitive uh, against um, like uh, US industry and, and, and Japan industry at this time but yeah uh, and it's working because that is amazing. Europe, because historically, yeah. France and Germany never stopped fighting. Not yeah, and like even France and um, Britain, and England, yeah, and England and Germany too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's every. Uh, I have my criticisms of the European Union, and econ economists will have their criticism of the European Union, but I think uh, the the fact that European countries can not have wars since major wars since the second world war mm. is priceless yeah you know yeah maybe your economy sucks <laughs> maybe your economy sucks but at least uh, people aren't uh, blowing each other up yeah uh, that's the silver lining yeah. for me it's the longest peace period uh, ever mm -hmm. in europe and to be able to travel like this as yeah well. uh, i don't know what it was like maybe in the interwar period, let's say, between the First and Second World War, mm -hmm. if it was uh, difficult to pass between Germany and France, maybe not, but uh, now you don't even need that. You just take a train, you go even, to all the European Union. Even in Switzerland, if, because they are, they are not part of the European Union, Switzerland, but they have, there is the Schengen. They're uh, part of Schengen? Yeah, Switzerland oh, is okay. part of Schengen. Yeah. Okay, so they're not part of the EU, but part of Schengen. Yeah. There's also countries that are part of Schengen, but not in the EU. I Which think. one? Uh, wait, hold on. Not part of. Okay, maybe I'm getting that wrong. I remember Romania was not part of Schengen. No, they're part of the European Union, yeah. but not part of Schengen. Romania oh, last, yeah, last year like was part. Yeah, of yeah. Romania oh, yeah. last year became part of the Schengen zone. Could be, could be, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely, yeah. Um. Iceland, I think, is a very interesting one. It's like like Switzerland. They decided we don't really want to be part of this. Yeah. Uh, but Switzerland is more in, um, connected to Europe than Iceland is. Definitely. And 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 uh, the political model in Switzerland is very interesting because we don't have one president. We have um, seven president. Okay. Uh, it's not really like that. There is, of course, one president for the image of the Switzerland and other what, what countries. What does the structure look like for European, the it's European political system? So no, no, not European, uh, Swiss, 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 Swiss right. system. So basically, um, you are, there is like different party, parties, mm -hmm. yeah? And um, the, each party has like, uh, I don't know, one party has like 25% uh, of the of the all um, electors' mm -hmm. voices. Mm -hmm. So it's representative. So there is seven people in the government, and each people represent a party, except uh, two people who are representing one party because they have more voices, you know. Mm. And it's UDC, and it's like uh, a, <laughs> you can say uh, uh, like a quite racist party. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Very. Uh well, this one I know this is very right wing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, 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 that. So, what is interesting is that if they want to be agreed, they have to speak to each other, and they are definitely, they have 
all different values, all different ideas, and all different way of finding solution for for for, for issue they, they 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 met. So this is very interesting. They have to find a consensus, and this is probably one of the reason why we always say that Swiss are in the middle, because if we need to find a consensus between all these different convergence uh, way of of doing politics. Uh, you, you're probably going to conver converge uh, to the center and have like m middle like um, decision, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's clear. Yeah, no, I, that's what I uh, I think is a very good advantage of a lot of parliamentary governments in Europe is um, the existence of multiple voices. Here we have two, and that's that's stupid because they can just agree on things. Yeah. The Republicans and Democrats, they both agree that we need to go fight in Syria and Iraq. Mm -hmm. They both agree. But if you talk in, in Europe, they have green parties. They're totally against war. Yeah. What do you do about that? How do you get their votes? Yeah. You know? So it's it's uh that's important I think to um in America, uh I, I just I pull, I brought this up in a recent uh, episode was um that, uh, that we have a Green Party in America, but they're not allowed in the, the debates. They're on the ticket to be, you can vote for them, but yeah. they're not allowed to be on the debates because CNN, MSNBC, they control the debates. Mm -hmm. So the Republicans and Democrats, they give millions uh -huh. to be part of this debate. And uh, last election, 2012, um, Jill Stein, the, the presidential candidate for the Green Party, uh, was arrested for trying to attend a debate. She is a presidential candidate. Mm -hmm. She should have a voice, but because she didn't pay, she gets arrested because <laughs> it would be disruptive or whatever. Uh, and she's running this year as well. But nobody knows who she is still. Yeah. Nobody. That, that's crazy. So yeah. imagine in Switzerland something like this happening. It wouldn't happen. It's just because you, uh, you, okay. it's, it's proportional, right? It, yeah, but it can't happen because each potential candidate have to have the same time in TV yeah. from other so basically, uh, if you uh, if if you take the example of United States, like there is like Donald Trump now, and um, one channel like uh, MSN mm -hmm. is offering like two hours of time by day, and you have to have you have to give the same amount of time to the other candidate. It's yeah. for equality. Yeah, we have that too, but only two parties. So yeah, <laughs> the libertarians and uh, and the greens, yeah. they're almost seen as jokes because last it's the last election I voted for uh, libertarian candidate, yeah. he got less than one percent of the popular vote. <laughs> so I woke, uh, yeah, I just woke up at six in the morning to go vote for him, and uh, nothing yeah. happened. So yeah, that 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 that's crazy. But even even. Even some weird candidate in in Europe, they have this time in in, TV, in television, you know, they have like crazy idea, and there are people who are really crazy and like, uh, as a candidate, like the pirate party in Germany. Yeah, pirate pirate, pirate party. Yeah, or uh, but dark. They are, they have some like some cool idea, but they are too specific on on on, on like uh, uh, one topic or right, two right. topic. They don't have like a big overview of the situation. Of everything. Yeah. yeah. But the the pirate party have have, have have this time in France too, so if they want to speak, well, France also has the. Uh, they, yeah, we, the, we not not in the in in, in the last uh, election, but uh, this party exists in France too, in mm. France too. So they they didn't uh, uh, have a candidate the 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 last time, but if they had one, then he will speak about uh, what he wants during two hours, like Donald Trump or not Donald Trump, but like. The other candidate in France. Mm -hmm. So how do you see it going now, Europe? Uh, U.S. election? No, Europe, like the European condition now. Uh, the, 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 the because that's changed. I've I've spoken before about it before the summer with mm -hmm. some of the Europeans, and now uh, it's a different game. You have uh, after October. Uh, yeah. Heavy, heavy refugee uh, crisis. Yeah. Um, but not, but not just that. I mean, what? A, mm. I I talk about that way too much on the podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what, but this is this things? is normal. Yeah. This yeah. is like the the one of the biggest change of on our history right now happening right now. So that's normal if you speak about that in every spot podcast. It must be so annoying to listen to. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I talk about it way too much because it's important to me. You know, it's yeah. it's uh, 
uh, Europe is not gonna be exactly the same next time I go. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. But but there is a like a, a tendency. Yeah. Uh, um, there is like a, in in United or in Europe. Uh, th th that is th th this problem is that okay there is refugee but this problem is that in Europe uh, first uh, we have like in France for example we have trouble with economy okay so when we have, when you have trouble with economy people are, are are not satisfied and are starting to complain and that's normal but when this kind of trouble happen you can see that extremist party have more and more and more power because people are Uh, don't uh, are afraid about the future. They don't have jobs. They don't have money. They don't have anything to live, and they see all these refugee coming from 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 uh, other country, and um, and 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 uh, having jobs, having uh, access to wealth care and everything, and they are very 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 like upset. And I can understand them, you know. But the problem is that if they are too upset, we are going to see like extremist people coming. Like Donald Trump or like Marine Le Pen, in that France. can be violent. That That's can, the yeah. potential. That's the potential. And in another way, I can understand a Syrian people who is trying to access uh, Europe because this is the the war in this country. He have no access to anything, and he wants to try to have a better life. And I can understand this guy. I can understand both guys. You know. So the problem is that we need to have a great overview of the situation. And uh, it's like it's going to be it's going to be a mess, in, <laughs> especially to say the least. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, the, yeah. You you need to the satisfy introduction of just of one point one million refugees just in Germany alone by December of twenty fifteen. Not yeah. to mention everywhere else, Sweden, France. Uh, the introduction of this many people and uh, trying to get them educated, yeah, healthy, yeah. Uh, not being uh, a problem for the rest of the uh, society, as we see in mm -hmm. Belgium, yeah, they're problematic. Yeah. So to make this, to resolve this, it's going to be, yeah. be a mess. You have two kind of people who have who shared very, who, who have two different point of view of life, and who are afraid of each other. Mm. The Syrian refugee is afraid of, of French people or extremist French people who don't have job and who believe that France have to uh, provide them job and they have right to think that because France supposed to provide jobs to every French people and there is this French guy afraid of the refugee coming because they think that they are going to take the jobs and probably they will or probably they don't but the problem is not if they will or not the problem is that they have to match and to have and to and to and to let these two people live in the same in the same country now and the problem is here Well, your thoughts are all the way in Kenya too. So there's 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 things to there's things to think about there. So, uh, sorry, what did you say? Like, I mean, yeah. you you're there's all this happening in your continent, mm -hmm. but you're thinking also in Africa, and that's also connected because yeah. uh, because North Africans are also uh, going up into Europe. But you know, I think that my solution, uh, trying to empower directly. African country is one of the best solution to uh, to reduce immigration and trouble like that because if you educate people as we speak uh, before if you educate people they are they will have the tools to improve their own country without needing to come to Europe or right. other countries and my solution is to improve education in Kenya or in Lebanon or in other countries and by doing that I, 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 I will ensure that these people Uh, stay in their country and to give them the tools to do that by by their own by the by, with their own way you know because we often think that we are safer and we are going to change like when there is volunteer in Africa <laughs> ISO volunteer like US volunteer with their big US flag putting them in the in, in, in the school in the middle of the slum and this is a nonsense for me because you are here for giving them tools and then you have to to let them to become independent because it's like it's like volunteering in a way I mean in a very like in a way it's like neo-colonial colonialism you know and in my way of seeing things I prefer to let them 
become independent of, of, of us and trying to find their own way. And probably in like 60 years, they will have solution for us because we will face uh, different struggle and they will have uh, built uh, a, a, a new way of, of seeing things, you know. It's, it's, this is the reason why I want to create this new sustainable school model and uh, I think that it, it, it will perfectly fit with this, this problematic, you know. Nice. That's a beautiful and optimistic view of going forward, yes. Definitely but, yeah. optimistic, well, yeah. we're, we're coming up on our, our time. Do you have a website for your project yet? or I don't have a website. Okay, yeah. well, maybe by the time I put this up, you'll have a, some sort of thing that people can look up your project on. But, uh, yeah, well, thank you for oh. being on the podcast. Thank, thanks, thanks, thank you.